You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. It's today's most interesting thing in tech from Nicholas Thompson, Editor-in-Chief of Wired. The most interesting thing in tech is a little micro-argument that is broken out over engagement on Facebook. There's a New York Times journalist named Kevin Roos, and he's developed a kind of peculiar Twitter franchise where every now and then he tweets out a screenshot from a service called CrowdTangle, measures engagement on Facebook, and it inevitably shows that the posts that have the highest engagement on Facebook are super partisan, and they're generally from the right. They're Fox News stories with absurd headlines, Ben Shapiro posts, Sometimes they're partisan Democratic posts too, but usually they're from the right and they're sensationalist. And Roos's implicit point is that the assumption that Facebook is pro-Democrat is false. And secondly, that we should all be reminded that what Facebook does is fuel partisan outrage. And these tweets naturally go viral because the incentive on Twitter is to share things that make Facebook look terrible, that make Facebook look partisan, and that show that the platforms promote outrage. It's kind of a funny meta cycle. Showing that a platform creates outrage makes people outraged, which then makes them reinforce that point. Facebook, in general, likes posts that point out that they sometimes favor Republicans. Right? One of Facebook's big political problems is the perception that they're staffed entirely by Democrats hired a lot of former Republican operatives into high positions. Mark Zuckerberg has developed a friendship with Trump. But over the last years, Facebook has very much wanted to push back against the notion that it is part of the Democratic machine. So it likes to some degree stories that show Republican engagement on the platform. What it does not like at all are stories or tweets indicating that it's pushing hyperpartisan or false information. Advertisers don't like that. Users don't like that. Employees don't like that. So Facebook for a long time has not liked Kevin Roos's posts. And so just the other day, John Hedgeman, who runs Newsfeed, decided to respond on Twitter. And he must have been carefully working with the communications office at Facebook. But he responded to Roos and said, hey, wait a second. Those charts you're showing are not false. The data is real, but it's measuring the wrong thing. It's measuring engagement which is a count of the number of times people comment, like, click, act on a post. And engagement, Hedgeman said, is not the same 
as reach. And if you were to measure reach, which the number of times a news story appears in someone's feed as they go through Facebook, you would get a very different, much less partisan look of the top performing stories. When you measure engagement, you're getting all these angry stories that people comment on and like, but that may not be seen as much as other stories that aren't as partisan and that may be adding more value to the information ecosystem. Hedman's point is true. <laughs> I haven't seen the internal data, but it is absolutely true that engagement is not the same as reach. And assuming the data that he posted in his Twitter thread is true, if you look at reach, Facebook does not seem to be as harshly partisan a platform. So which should you look at? Well, it's pretty complicated. In fact, there's a third measure that I think is the most important, at least from a publisher perspective. That's click, which is part of engagement. The number of clicks a publisher gets basically is a proxy for how well they're able to monetize the content. So if you want to look at how much Facebook is helping publishers, you should look at clicks. What if you're just concerned about the political ecosystem and what people are concerned about and thinking about and how Facebook changes the way politics works? Then what should you look at? Probably you should look at both. You should look at engagement because it's a proxy of what people like to talk about and fight about on Facebook. You should look at clicks because it's a measure of the incentives given to publishers. And you should look at reach because it's a measure of what people see on that platform. We're going to head into a nasty, highly partisan election. My hope, Facebook makes all these numbers public. See you tomorrow. Get more great stories from Wired in our daily newsletter. Sign up at wired.com slash daily. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.